Hello, and welcome to the Corny Turner Podcast. My guest today is John Richardson from the RNC, not the one you may have heard of, uh, the Republican Party, but it's Richardson Nutrition Company. And I've talked about this before. Uh, we've had him on as a guest before, actually, in person. But he has a, a company where they sell all sorts of B17 supplements, which we're going to talk about why he does that and what the relationship to cancer is. And when I was at, a, we've been doing the tour with all these different events and he's been at many of them. And I had the great pleasure of trying their bars, which I highly recommend. They're absolutely delicious. I know they have a really hard time keeping them in stock. They fly off the shelves. But, and I understand why, because they're super, super yummy. And he's also starting Operation World Without Cancer. So some of you may remember I released for my episode 300. It was such a treat to get to talk to you, uh, Gia Bert Griffin, who is a true hero, just a wealth of information. At 92 years old, he is sharp as a tack and the sweetest man and absolutely brilliant. And he has really been just, you know, such a godsend in terms of waking people up and revealing so much of the truth behind what is happening in our world and how much we've been lied to about pretty much everything. And I actually asked him on that episode, which I recommend if you haven't seen, you should definitely go watch. But I asked him how it was that, because he started the Red Pill University, and I asked him how it was that the OG Red Pill guy got red pilled. And he said it was really his research on cancer that woke him up. He said it was a long process, didn't happen all at once but that someone had asked him to do an article on cancer. And once he started doing the research, he said, oh, no, this is not an article. This is a book. So, well, without further ado, let's bring John on. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. And it's, it's funny uh, because that story uh, you just told is very near and dear to my heart because that someone who told G.R. Griffin about Laetro was my father, Dr. John Richardson, the, the man uh, standing on the wall back here. Uh, my dad was on a fishing trip with Ed and, uh, they were, they were supposed to be relaxing and mm -hmm. it's in the book. Uh, it's in the book world without cancer, shameless plug. Um, I'm shamelessly yes. plugging, but you can't even buy the book anymore. It's out, it's out of stock right now. So, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's that popular. There's the, people, it's been updated several times, but the story of how Ed came to know uh, about Leotro was through my father. They were, they were good friends. They were on a fishing trip in Oregon and my dad brought his big briefcase full of all these studies and all this information about Laetrile and all the case histories of the people that he had been uh, treating with Laetrile and the huge success he was having. And Ed said at his 90th birthday that that uh, discussion with my dad was the second most influential thing that changed his life. I can't remember what the first one was, but, but when he told myself and my brother to stand up in the audience, we got a standing ovation. Nothing that I did, but because my father you know, is changed the world back in the seventies and is continuing to change the world from heaven as he looks over my shoulder every day and reminds me what's the most important thing. And that is telling this story come hell or high water. Uh, God wants me to tell the story, no matter what the risks are to my, to my health or happiness. I, I, I need to tell the story and it's easier now than it's ever been because people know this because of the big COVID scam that we all mm -hmm. know. about. Absolutely. That, that's amazing. So how did you, I don't know that I know this. How did your father know Edward uh, Griffin? How did they know each other? They were, uh, they were very close friends. They were mm -hmm. both members of the John Birch Society. That's right. Okay. Uh, they were uh, on the council of John Birch Society and Robert Welch. If you look up the John Birch Society, who started it, it was Robert Welch was a friend of my father's and G. Edward Griffin's. He, he spoke at my house. Uh, there's real to real videos that my oldest brother, who's 10 years older than me has when Robert Welch had meetings at our house as a kid and uh, the, uh, the gentleman that wrote none dare call conspiracy, Gary Allen was a friend of my father's and uh, Bill Jasper. Uh, one of the guys that, that writes for the new American magazine to still to this day is an editor. He lives up in Idaho. He was my camp counselor at John Birch summer camp. So I was made a life member of the John Birch society. The day I was born, my dad wrote a check for $2,000, which is a huge amount of money back in 1964 and sure. made me a life member. So I still, get the, uh, the journals for free. And I'm still a member of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a proud member. I'm not as involved as I might like to be, but every time I go to a conference and I talk to somebody from the John Birch side, like, like I did at Clay Clark, they're mm -hmm. blown away at the people that I grew up with. It's like, I feel like I'm a celebrity just because the people that were in the truth movement back when I was a kid, when it wasn't popular, it wasn't popular at all. 
to right. be telling the truth about communism like G. Edward Griffin did in the 60s. And you've seen those clips. That's Robert oh, yes. Welch. He was in my home. And another right. one of my claim to fame is that G. Edward Griffin wrote a partial, uh, uh, Creature from Jekyll Island partially mm-hmm. at my house as a child in our ranch in Clear Lake, California. And, wow. and again, people think I'm telling that I must be fibbing. I've had, I've told that story to people that I'll, they don't believe me. Then I'll get a signed autographed copy of the book and give it to them. That book sold millions of copies and many more millions, uh, by, uh, by people, you know, fake, you know, cheating to get the book electronically and uh, not that, you know, so Ed, Ed says he probably sold 5 million copies of that book. So. Amazing. Wow. Um, Yes, but you're mentioning uh, none dare call a conspiracy. I always quote the very last line of the book, uh, where it says conspiracy can only shine, uh, can only survive in the dark. And then I always, my tagline that I add on to that is, and therefore it's incumbent upon the light to shine on it and expose it. Absolutely. Yeah. None dare call a conspiracy. I was uh, fortunately at the hospital with my dad when Gary Allen passed away. He uh, he had diabetes. He had uh, horrible diabetes. Wow. that's not this book. That's Creature from Jekyll Island. Right. Not conspiracy. I don't even know. I don't know if it's in print. I know you can get it through the John Birch Society. I have mm-hmm. old copies in my library from Gary Allen, and he's been gone. I was probably, you know, in my teens when Gary Allen passed away. But my dad was friends with him and mm-hmm. other people like that. So I, I've been living this my entire life. So now it's a pleasure when the market is basically coming to me. I, I get more requests for information and emails that I can even keep up with. And uh, so uh-huh. there it is. There's the yeah, book. I have a copy somewhere here, but I'm not yep. going to try and find it because I can never yep. find things quickly. No, it's, it's interesting. And John Schmitz, Congressman John Schmitz, I went to the summer camp with his daughter. Wow, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Uh, and I, I don't, I want, I don't want to bring. It's just, I, it's like family. It's like I'm talking. You're talking about somebody that that I, I actually stayed at their house and watched his son uh, Gary Allen's play play little league baseball when I was a kid. So, wow. yeah, yeah. So that's, so, that, that's, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to ask that. So growing up, we were just talking before we started recording about how, you know, I always make the joke and it's probably really not funny anymore because I say it all the time, but I feel like I was so late to, I couldn't find the train station and then I finally found it and then I found the high speed rail and now I'm like scrambling to catch up. Uh, So it's really late to the party. I was not somebody who was awake, you know, for a long time. It really was covid uh, that woke me up and it was just a series of, you know, one crisis and atrocity and uh, scam after the next that I, you know, started diving down the rabbit hole. I also found myself a lot more time to do so. So, and I think other personal circumstances where I was much more open to doing it than Lots of seeds have been planted earlier in my life where I don't think I was ready to receive them, but you don't forget those data points. So once I yeah. started diving in, doing the research, I was able to connect the dots because those seeds had been planted. But for you, you grew up with this your whole life pretty much. So I'm so curious what your early experiences were because as a kid, you know, back then, I mean, even now it's not like everybody's awake and there, there's certainly lots of people I've experienced it who tell me I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist. Even people who think they're awake, they look at me like, no, that's just too far. That's insane. Um, you know, so it's not even that easy now when it has become much more, you know, people call it the great awakening. A lot more people are waking up. A lot more people are hungry for this kind of information, even if they're not seeped in it. Uh, but I can't imagine having grown up with this. Was it, did you have uh, friends who thought you were super strange? Were there things that like, did it seem totally normal to you? Was there anything? And like, was there a big one that stuck out for you? Like, wow, I can't believe this is how the world works. Uh, Sorry, that was a lot, but no, <laughs> what do you want to answer? <laughs> those are all great questions. And, and it's funny um, as you're asking the questions, I think of all these different things and I should probably take notes, but I'll, I'll just put it this way. I know a lot more than I'm willing to say to most people. I know a whole lot more. And most of my information comes directly from the the horse's mouth because I don't, I'm not a person that believes the the most, uh, the headline or the thing that you want to believe. 
right. there was a whole movement, the whole Q movement that woke a lot of people up where there were some things that Q was talking about. I, I don't mean, mean to bring this up now, but I knew about those things forever. And 85% of what the Q movement brought out in the open was real and honest and, and whatever. Sure. But then it also had the ability to sidetrack people. And that's what they yeah. do. That's what the bad guys do. They make us seem a little crazy because we're, we're, we want to jump on the most recent thing that yeah. seems like it's fantastic and we'd love to believe it, but it's not, uh, it's not real. And so the, the answer to your question is I have built this internal um, uh, truth meter that I, that mm-hmm. I can do. And I, 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 Tucker Carlson gave a great speech at the Amfest mm-hmm. you and I were just at. He said, the more truth you tell, even if it doesn't suit you, the more powerful you become. And that's really the truth. But also, if I, if Tucker and I were talking behind the scenes, there are some things you can't say to somebody who is just a new uh, awoken person. You can't hit somebody. And a lot of times people, when they wake up, they want to hit all their friends with everything all at once. But they, they forget that they were awakened slowly at their own pace. And so sometimes you have to have the ability, the discernment not to... Go, bah, 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 to your closest friends and family to try and convince them everything. And that's what people do. And then they divide this wedge. So I literally can talk to an atheist liberal and have, find something in common. Uh, I can right. talk to somebody who do, who's a, who's a radiologic oncologist about cancer and we can find something in common. And when I find the things in common, that's when I start to move them over. And then they yeah. go, they're, they're actually, easier to convert when you make friends with them or find common ground. That's what we, and that's one of the things I try to teach to people. Cause that's, I've had to do that my whole life. So when I was a kid, I learned right away not to say things like, you know, such and such as a communist, you know, or, <laughs> you know, they're just doing that to lie to us. Cause they, they want that, you know, they want to start another war and it's not real or the things that I knew from the inside, I didn't lead with those things. I would, Lee, I would bring those things up as people, as people brought people along. So that there's nothing, there's really nothing every morning, Courtney, you wake up, you see the news, wherever you get your news from and you're shocked or, you know, now, nowadays, almost nothing shocks me. President Trump just got taken out the ballot in Colorado. And I go, wow, I go, wow. But of course, of course he's taken out the ballot in Colorado and that they're going to try more things. They're going to try everything they possibly can. And so, you know, there's not, we just have to keep not be discouraged. We, this is the time to get the word out, to tell the truth and only pass along the truth. And when we make a mistake and pass along something that's not true or say something, we readily admit it and say we were fooled or mm-hmm. you know, I found out this is the case. You know, so many of us and people will let a, a lie slide by because it's good for our side, but that's not good for us overall. We want to be only tell the truth at all possible occasions or save things that we don't need to say, because mm-hmm. like, like Tucker said, you don't need to hurt somebody no. by telling the truth. You can, you can keep those things that moving around in here, but if it crosses your lips, I love that Tucker said that if it crosses your lips, make it truth. So that's what, that's what I do every day. And, the, and, and, and it's, uh, I, I, I find it a, sorry about shaking the camera. I find it a blessing to get to talk to your audience about the truth about cancer. Cause we do know the truth about cancer and many doctors, including my dad have had their, their licenses taken away, their careers taken away and eventually their lives taken away. And now this is not being able to be held. They're not able to, to silence us and they're not able to keep it from coming out because so many people are waking up. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like they are ramping up. I mean, they're now, I I did a whole dive on cancer and I've done, you know, quite a bit of research on it uh, periodically. And it looks like of their own admission, the the rates are increasing something like 700%. Um, And they talk about, so for me personally, uh, one of the reasons I was so uh, interested in uncovering it and researching it was because I, I feel like there's two things that look like, and they often just do little nods to each other that are really odd, but they both look like money funnels, you know, like embezzlement shell, shells, essentially. Absolutely. And cancer and NASA are like the two. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yep. And then there was like the cancer moonshot. I was like, wait, do they really yes. just say that? Yeah, it's just lies. NASA, we could go down that path. NASA, NASA is nothing but lies and nothing but a money laundering scheme. 
Yep. And we know it. And but that's a that's a that's a rabbit hole that we don't we, we don't need to go to. It's and like if I'm talking about cancer, I don't want people to go, oh, he believes we didn't land on the right. moon. So his cancer thing, but it doesn't matter whether I believe we land on the moon or not. That doesn't matter. What I talk about is truth that's easily found. It's not, sure. it's not uh, you know, tinfoil hat because I grew up right. tinfoil hat before they even knew what that word was. Right, it's, right. It's and we have thousands of cases of people that have wiped out their cancer. And I've got so much research. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, here's a collection of my dad's uh, letters from his patients. Wow. Uh, when he was, uh, or articles and letters from his patients. These are all handwritten and typed letters from his oh patients over just 60 days in the 1970s when my dad was being sued in court. He was trying, they were trying to take away his license, right. put him in jail. These are just letters of support in over 60 days in January of 1977. We, I have two of these, uh, these volumes on my website not edited for anything. These are, that's the website you can see. Uh, And I, I, we just copied them and made them available. These were not on the World Wide Web anywhere, only in my dad's library until my great woman, Jan, who you've met, Jan James. Mm -hmm. She's She's awesome. We call her mama bear. She's a 15 Yeah, she totally is. (laughs) Yeah. She, she uh, is a 15 year cancer survivor and she helped me finally get these things up onto our website so people could have them for their own library. Because if you try to find them on the internet, the only thing you're going to get if you Google is that eating three apricot seeds, you'll die of cyanide poisoning. So, which um, is not true. I can, I can testify that that is not true. It's it's Um, not only not true. It's, it's (laughs) even our side, Courtney Mm -hmm. doesn't understand that it's not possible. Uh, the, 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 the science behind it. I had many people on our side who know mm-hmm. the truth go, Oh, well, don't you, you know, can't you, if you eat 10, can't you still get cyanide poisoning? No. The only way the cyanide is released is in the presence of beta glucosidase. Courtney, have you read about that? No. Okay. Beta glucosidase. Well, beta glucosidase is the only way it can be released. The FDA in the early seventies called my dad a quack because the, he said the trophoblastic theory of cancer uh, is that, that uh, amygdala is only separated from cyanide and benzaldehyde in the presence of beta glucosidase. And guess where God made the highest concentration in your body of beta glucosidase at the tumor cell at the cancer cell. It's not found in any healthy cells, beta glucosidase. That's where you find rhodinase and rhodinase takes the cyanide and benzaldehyde released by beta glucosidase at the tumor and converts it into harmless analgesic, uh, compounds that make you have pain relief or make you have appetite or make you have, you feel healthy in a sense of well-being. That's the reason Laetro works. It's not a situation where like chemotherapy, you're throwing a bunch of cyanide in there, ha- hoping it kills the right things first. That's right. what chemotherapy is. Chemotherapy is a poisonous drug that hopefully kills the fast growing cells that are cancerous before it kills all your hair, your fingernails and everything else in your body that's fast growing. That's all chemotherapy is. It's not, it's not exclusive to the cancer cell. You might shrink a tumor, but you're shrinking all the good cells first. As well, as long yeah. as the cancer cells. But with, with amygdala, which is found at 20 milligrams per apricot seed, that is a, uh, an actual, like a, a missile that's pointed directly at uh, uh, cancer cells because of the trophoblastic truth. They used to call it a trophoblastic theory. And that's why it works. So when you see, online that, Hey, you can eat three, uh, apricot seeds and get, and, and die of cyanide poison. Here you go. Here's 10. I've already <laughs> had, I've already had 30 today. Whoa. The only problem is it's very bitter and I, I, won't, like be able them. To talk, I won't be able to talk clearly so that you can get mm. me to shut up, shut up for a second. And you can ask another question, but <laughs> I show that to people because it's not true. Even people on our side think, Oh, you can eat too many. As long as you're used to it, as long as you build up your rhodinase, which is the protecting enzyme, equal yeah. to your to your beta glucosidase, because the, the amygdala doesn't even release unless it finds a, a, an improperly multiplying cell, which has beta glucosidase. It's all been proven. It's all scientific. And we've been lied to about it. They use the cyanide to scare even good, intelligent people off. Doctors like Dr. Rashid Batar, who was mm-hmm. who was murdered, by the way, he was a friend of mine. He mm-hmm. didn't really think B-17 was a thing until I got to give a speech right in front of him 
And he came up and said, John, I didn't even know half the things you said. And he was a patriot, good doctor on our was, side. Yeah, he was. He still believed some of the lies about cyanide and, and amygdala. So, wow. Yeah. Of, so, of, hmm? What were you say? You've heard of uh, beta uh, um, cyanocobalamin. Mm-hmm. vitamin that's vitamin b12 people right. get injections of that that's cyano stands for cyanide there's a molecule of cyanide and b12 as well right. that's why krebs called it b17 because he saw it looked the molecule looked much like b12 and then you have b15 which is pangamic acid which is also in the b chain and that also comes from apricot seeds and brown rice and that helps oxygenate the blood and we all know cancer hates oxygen. It likes to grow in a non-oxygen uh, way. So these are all things, again, that have been known, Courtney, for 50 years. Next year, this book will be 50 years old. It's been updated wow. times, but all the information is still as pertinent today. We can wipe out cancer in our lifetime if we just uh, tell the truth and keep telling the truth and let people know what the answer is. Wow. Uh, yeah, so what I was saying was that I, I noticed they were saying that it was an increase of 700%. And then when you go to various websites, you know, things like the uh, American Cancer Association, and some of the uh, national cancer sites, they say that they have received more funds than ever in history, but that the cancer rates have gone up 700%. And But not to worry, if you donate more... We're sure we can uh, get to the bottom of this and cure it. But yeah, so that that was kind of when I was like, wow, there, there needs to be some investigation here. So you said 50 years since that book, which how how did your father discover that B-17 was a, uh, you know, a, a factor and well, uh, he, he had his medical practice and admittedly he was only trained about a week on nutrition in his entire medical career sure. up to when he got his practice. And he quickly found out that it was a backward system, that everything that he was taught was all about drugs for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for any health problem. That's all, all he was taught. So he had a friend uh, called Dr. Ernst Krebs Jr., whose father, Dr. Ernst Krebs Sr., uh, uh, was uh, purified amygdalin which I know it gets confusing when I use the term amygdalin laetrile, but he purified amygdalin and called it laetrile in the early 1920s and was treating cancer patients with laetrile that far back. And he continued to do it in his own practice and was doing studies and things like that. But when his son got into, uh, in, in the early late 60s, early 70s, he started doing lots of research on laetrile and he trademarked the name and he started doing studies and, and showed that, that purified amygdalin called laetrile was less toxic than sugar. And he also found that there were societies out there that when they ate a lot of amygdalin in their diet, they didn't die of cancer. So my dad's cat, our family cat got cancer. My dad uh, was talking to his friend, Dr. Krebs and said, Hey, let me try this on our cat. And he wiped the cancers out in the cat cat uh, was cancer free. And that, that happens to this day all the time. I get messages all the time, but you know, I risk getting censored by saying that. Sure. But, uh, there's a guy that has a website called Long Living Pets who has got 300 separate stories of dogs almost being on their deathbed, being ready to be put down and surviving years longer after they got onto a whole meat diet and uh, apricot seeds, simple apricot seeds ground up in their food. I digress because my dad's cat did it. And then it just so happened that my dad's nurse, whose son recently reached out to me from United Kingdom and will back this story up. I'd like... I, he and I have been meeting to talk and I can't get him on the phone or he can't get me on the phone because there's no time. But his mom had a sister who had stage four cancer was sent home to die. And she volunteered to my dad said, I, you know, I'll sign whatever you want. Put me on this diet with Laetrile and, and B15 and, and, and pro, pro, uh, pangamic, uh, uh, you know, enzymes, pro, uh, pancreatic enzymes, put me on this diet and see what happens. Well, guess what? Wiped out her cancer, wiped out her cancer for the first case. And my dad, my dad got so excited. He thought I have found the silver bullet. Sure. He admitted that, that he thought this was the silver bullet. Well, he soon found out that different cancers had different things going on. So he had to add in vitamin C and vitamin D and vitamin C. Whatever someone was lacking, he had to find out what that was. So he used to do hair analysis. And I don't mention that a lot, 
but he used to do uh, now analyze people's hair to see what minerals they were deficient on yeah. and make them take those as well. But the most demonized Courtney, the most demonized and, and actually best, most effective natural treatment for the C word is Laetro is B17. It's not because I offer it, not because I have a company that has it. I want everybody to have it. I want the whole world to know it. I want it to be as prevalent at your grocery store as vitamin C. It's not something I'm hoarding or trying to keep people from getting. I want everybody to have it. So, um, so that is the story of, of the, how it started for my dad. And wow. soon his practice exploded with people from all over the country. He was on Good Morning America, Phil Donahue show. He treated thousands of patients and had tremendous success rates, like you, unbelievable for people that were sent home to die, such as this little young man right here who was six years old. His parents told, uh, he was told he had six weeks to live. This file, this young man's file exists in Pat Griffin's files at her house <laughs> to this day, all of his medical records. He wow. had cancer so bad. Uh, his name was Shane Horton. He had cancer so bad it had spread to his liver, his spine, all throughout his body. And he was sent home to die, told you have six weeks to live. And his parents, out of desperation, went to my father. So right. when my dad, that was in 1974, the young man was my age. We played together. This is a fence on the back of my dad's office. He wore a shirt that said apricot power. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's right there. And Three years later, he came back and had his x-ray when they were making this book. He has x-ray done. And it, the, it was so clear of the same of the cancer that, it, that people said, there's no way this boy ever had cancer. So they went back to the same hospital that he was originally diagnosed and sent home to die. And they showed him. Now, this young man is now a 59-year-old crab fisherman in Alaska, still alive, still wow. in his name's Shane Horton. He, so- this almost 50 year old story is just one of many. If this was the only one, it would be, um, you know, it'd be amazing, but I get them all the time. I get emails all the time and I can be honest for years. I was afraid to publish those or share them. Now we're collecting them by yeah, definitely collect them. We're collecting sure. them. We never did because every time we'd put them on our website, we would get a contact from the FDA and say, you need to take that down. That's you're saying, but we're just collecting them. We're not putting them on. You can't find them on rncstore.com. Sure. But we're gonna. We're developing, you know, other resources so people can uh, get it. So we've got these books that are just simply books. I'm. I didn't make any of this up. I didn't write this. I'm not practicing medicine. This is my from my dad's library. You mm -hmm. can decide whether I I made up these multiple letters from different people. You can decide if I did that on my spare time, right. or you can decide that it's real. We're actually also spending the time to go through and, and take these letters and transcribe them so that you can read them. Cause some of them are so faded. It's hard to read. Sure. So, right. so we're doing it with the original and then right next to it. So one of the times I, I come on here, I'll get, I'll show you some, I'll show you some actual case histories back from 1970 and share some from 2023 that are miraculous. And it goes on and on. And if this just happened once a week, once a month, mm -hmm. I would think, okay, you know, maybe it's just some, it's happens daily, regularly. Yeah. Every time I go to a show, I get people walk up to me and I should have a film crew next to me just to film the stories. <laughs> talking about doing that, but you have to, you, you can, you only can do so much as you know. So my <laughs> specialty is telling the story and getting people the information. So I also tell people send an email to contact rncstore.com and we'll give you as much or as little information free just for you to start doing your own research and finding things. Cause if you go to Google and do a search. The first three pages are going to be negative stories, which half of them aren't true. And even the ones that may be true where somebody went to the hospital because they felt really sick to their stomach, they, they went home, continued taking apricot seeds and amygdala and cured their C word. That's the kind Thank of stories you. that are out there. So it goes on. It, 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 it's at this point, it's overwhelming the amount of information we have. So it's not a matter at this point of, proving it anymore. The matter is right. getting out there in a way that they can't, they can't censor and, and, and knock it out. So I'm sharing this with doctors and uh, nurses and naturopaths and on podcasts and people that, you know, people that only want to talk about the, uh, the election from 2020, which is a great subject we got to fix, mm -hmm. but if we don't fix our health, I know. we're going to die off at a level 50% just from cancer. The rates are up in some places, some cancers, breast cancer is up something like 2000%. And yeah. we know 
the C-U-R-E for it. We know it 100%. And it's not cutting them off. And it's not radiating them. It's not taking chemotherapy. We know the C-U-R-E. We also know that some of these, uh, you know, so-called uh, methods of uh, treating uh, actually can cause some harm. So Yes. Yes. Well, we know radiation. We've been told our whole lives. Don't yep. stay too close to the TV. Don't stay next to the microwave. Don't get too many x-rays or you'll get cancer. So what do they use to burn off the tumor? That's just your body's defense mechanism to surround the, the, the cancer. The, the tumor is 90% protective. good. Health stuff. It's protective. Yep. So they burn it with, with, uh, with, uh, it's, it's barbaric. It's like uh, recently I watched a video from old video from Saturday Night Live of Theodoric from York. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's, it's a funny skit about this guy that this doc, he's a barber and a doctor. And he, anybody comes in with a headache, he puts a leech on their head. Uh, if they, uh, you know, they have upset stomach, he takes three pints of blood out of their arm, you know, all barbaric uh, medical treatments. It was funny on Saturday Night Live, but that's mm-hmm. what we're going to look at cancer therapy in 10 years from now. We're, I pledge my life to proving that they are barbaric ways of doing it. And I'll take on anybody that wants to talk about it in a, honest way uh, mm-hmm. and, and tell the truth and give them the truth. Yeah. Well, there's also uh, some evidence to indicate that the uh, what they call the uh, prevention plans that, you know, when they do all of these uh, like mammograms, for instance, it's a right. lot of radiation and that that can actually do some harm. Oh, that's that's absolutely. It's self-evident. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's and besides, I, uh, yeah, just don't get me started biopsies and, and mammograms and cutting breasts off before you even get it because your mom had cancer and just, it's barbaric. crazy. Yeah. It's yeah barbaric. It is barbaric. God, God gave us every plant to call, to treat every disease. He gave us every single nutrition. Nobody dies of a deficiency of pharmaceutical drugs. Nobody. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We only, we only get disease from a lack of nutrition. That's pretty right. much the truth, uh, not sacrilegious, not tinfoil hat. Every mm-hmm. disease is treatable by nutrition. If you have a good immune system, you can see it in people that uh, the people I talk to don't do pharmaceutical drugs and I don't take a single one. And if you are out there in the audience and you're taking multiple pharmaceutical, each one has its own problems and then leads to others. And they've never, ever, ever done tests combining them all together. They just they don't do that. They just test one pharmaceutical and see what it does. And you have this list of side effects. But when you start combining five or six or 10 of them, like most people my age take, these yeah. side effects are uncalculable and, and, and multiple, and they don't even know most of the yeah, time. For sure. I I read this and uh, I, I actually talked to Edward Griffin about this as well, but it's really shocking how it's illegal to treat uh, with uh, anything other than surgery, radiation, um, or what was the other one? Surgery, radiation, uh, chemother- chemotherapy, chemo, which is a let, form of radiation. But let yeah, me, let me correct that uh, because okay. I, I'm I'm Gio Griffin. I, he's a hero. He I lead. I look for. I mean, I trust and believe in everything he says. But it used to be illegal to treat with treat the C word with anything nutritional. Now, as long as you don't say you're treating the C word, as long right. as you're treating the person's immune system, yes. you, you know, especially with this uh, uh, thing that Trump passed, which is, you know, right to try if you're, if you've been considered terminal and you're sent home to die, you can try different yeah. things. You can't as a doctor promote that you're treating the C word. They'll shut you down. Exactly. You have to be, you have to be treating their immune system and treating their health. You know, right. diet, exercise, oxygen, you know, stre- lower stress, uh, ozone therapy, vitamin, you know, b- vitamin C therapy all have to be done just to help someone's immune system, not treating their C word. Cause I have to give that caveat every time in case the FDA is watching me. I don't right. treat anybody. I don't right. have any patients. I never advise anybody on their C word. I just tell stories and mm-hmm. I let you decide. I tell stories and let you decide. And I provide a food product for people to try, but I don't ever say I'm curing anything. Sure. I talk about what my dad did, right. about, but I don't have patients. And I don't, so I, even doctors, I sell my product to, I tell them don't promote it as a treatment for the C word. It just, right. you, you use it as a, uh, a, a boost to people's immune system. And there's lots of boosters to the immune system. And that's what operation world without cancer is about. 
right. about all those nutritional answers that we've we've heard about and and done bringing them out of the shadows and bring them to the forefront mm-hmm. so that when people get the C word, they look first to fixing their diet and the, the, helping their immune system before they take the, maybe they still have to get uh, surgery. Maybe they right. still want to take chemotherapy radiation, but get your health back first, bring right. back your, your best self so that you can fight these things off. And then if you're, if your doctor, who you've trusted for years, you still trust after this COVID thing, tells you to do the other things. I'm not telling people not to do it. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't have my kids do it, but you, each person has to make their decision with their doctor's, with their doctor's best advice. And hopefully the doctor has some education in nutrition. So see, these are some of the companies already and the yeah. organizations that are already uh, jumped on board and we're mm-hmm. collecting people daily and it's just time to get them up on the website. This website just went live about a week or two ago. By Amazing. the way, by the way, G Edward Griffin, and Mickey Willis are 100% behind this. They just want to make sure our legal structure is good and, and we're mm-hmm. raising funds or we're using their name that we're in line with each other. And that's that's what we're trying to do. So it's not a matter of you know us trying to do anything uh, except make this different. And we're it, it's a huge tent. We're bringing in everybody that has a natural answer, whatever it is. We're bringing everybody under one umbrella so that people can know about all of them. Uh, you yes. know, it's not just it's not just going to be about RNC store. That's, that's, that's my company where I sell apricot seeds, but I, my brother has a company where he sells apricot seeds and I have other companies I sell to that sell apricot seeds. So there's nothing special about me or what I sell. Just the story is what is what's special about my father and Gio Griffin. And I, I'm the only one shouting that story to the rooftops. Yeah. And it's definitely a story that needs to be told. It's amazing. Um, I'm curious though, so I mean, one has to wonder why it would be illegal to use any other mode of treatment. That was what struck me and that so many doctors have actually been arrested or gone to jail or, you know, uh, uh, (laughs) my fiance always says, you know, dead doctors don't lie. So I, I won't make claims about what has been done. But, you know, it is interesting that there are some who were really trying to share the word and who did not make it to continue. Well, I, I, I have a 15 minute presentation I've given on operation world without cancer that uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I can have okay. Jan send it over to you. Yeah, please. Uh, it just kind of gives that, that thing. It, it's, it sounds obvious, but it really uh, will make sense when you let it sink in. Cancer is a trillion dollar industry. Right. And I've met doctors who know that uh, the stuff they use doesn't work and wouldn't use it on their family. But they also know they spent uh, probably half a million dollars at least on their education. They have a mortgage, they have car payments, they have kids in college. And if they suddenly switch from a highly profitable uh, model over to one that a person has to spend, you know, 26 cents a day, according to G. Edward Griffin, you know, $35 for a two pound bag of apricot seeds that lasts five or six months is far cry from what it costs to go the normal route. And it, and that's where everybody's like, this can't be true. It's, it's too good to be true. It's, it can't be true. And so that's the battle we fight. But the truth is that if you've gone to spent half a million dollars and 10 years of your life, educating yourself under one way to treat a disease, it's a trillion dollar industry. There is heavy, heavy burden to try to come to the truth. So there is some good doctors that have discovered that and they they go through a crisis they go and I've met many of these doctors they go through a crisis you know the whole covid thing I've met many hero doctors that have either given up their license or stopped practicing the normal medicine because they saw what happened during covid they knew the vaccines were not helping their patients and they saw the damage it was causing and that is extrapolated to other things like yeah. Simone Gold who started Gold Healthcare she's got yeah. a whole department they call it demedifying or something taking people off of big pharma drugs and moving them over to natural answers that are far cheaper, far more effective, but yet don't have all the profit built in. And they're doing it as a subscription model. So that's the new way that you can, you know, help people and you can make a good living as a doctor, helping people by giving them good answers, just, you know, doing a subscription or insurance policy, not, you know, not, trying to have these big, huge, the, the new model of most disease is going to be nutritional answers. And it's going to be a battle. We're in for a battle because we're against trillions of dollars on one side. And we have 
nature on the other side. So yeah, absolutely. But we also, that is... truth, we also have truth on our side, and that's where you can't fight us. We have the most uh, truth. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I see you put I, that I up. Think... Huh? Oh, I see you put the discount code up. Yeah, of course. You're, you're, all of your viewers can go right to the website and buy in any book or any uh, any uh, of the products. The discount code C O U R T Z. And this is important because I don't uh, tell this message on NBC, CBS. First of all, they won't let me. But even if they did, you could give me all the money in the world. I'm not going to support Big Pharma or any of these other things. I want to support patriots and people telling the truth. So that's why a lot of the reason I do these podcasts is to get the word out, but also to help support uh, my patriot friends that are getting this, helping me in this mission mission to wipe out cancer in our lifetime. So it's a win-win situation. Don't buy it through Amazon, buy it through our website, use the discount code. So you get a discount and then we help support your mission of telling the truth because we know how expensive it is flying to California and over to Arizona for the AmFest and having a booth and telling the story. So we all, so any of your fans and, and people watching, it's the best way to support you is to support people you believe in. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I really believe in this mission. You, you had said that one of the things uh, about it, you know, yes, we have truth on the side and the doctors can make a living by teaching, which is what the root of the word doctor actually means is to teach. Exactly. Um, exactly. But I think, and you were talking about what the opposition they're up against. I think one of the other things they're up against, and I talk about this all the time, is that, you know, there's so there's only so many things we have control over in our lives. And one of my big missions is to, you know, in, it's to inform, inspire, and empower people to take whatever personal sovereignty they can. And, you know, that there's only so much we can do. But one thing that I think is so essential is to take ownership of health because, you know, it's not just the profit model. I think there is a huge profit model, but I think there's also the, the, the powers that shouldn't be, I call them the parasite class, but they have a Malthusian worldview and they really do want to depopulate as many as possible because a smaller population is much easier to control. And of course it is easier to then transition to the transhuman post-human world and, you know, post-human is a literal thing. They have a handbook on it. They're, they're really mapping out what a post-human world would look like. And for the rest who survive, if they're sick and dependent upon the pharmaceutical model, they're essentially slaves. What happens if they pull those pharmaceuticals? What happens if they change them and people have reactions to them? What happens if they can't afford to buy them? It makes you dependent. And I think that the fostered dependency is something that they're, you know, they re that that's one of the things we're up against because what happens if you let people go and truly be free, then, you know, they, they're, they don't have the control. And so that's one of the reasons why this is so important to me because, you know, they're, they're, we're, not everything's within our control, but the things that are, I, if we can empower people to take control over those, then we'll be better. Yeah, and, and you're, and you're literally speaking my, from my heart is that if you don't have your health, you don't have anything and you'll trade any amount of money you want. So what's the best way to control a population is by keeping them sick and keeping them unhealthy. And it's yeah. sad that people don't realize that the health is within, it's within our reach for cheap. It's not expensive to be healthy. You can just exercise, drink clean water, breathe nice air, you know, be, be, uh, you know, relax, don't have so much stress, yeah. but also eat the proper foods. But the other way to control you is financially. As long as they control the financial and the medical, which is what this book is about and that book is about, they control the strings of big pharma or your health and the federal and the bank, federal reserve or the banking system in most every country in the world, the powers that be control those and that's how they control us. So the more we can move into our own economy and do the things that we want to do, which is, not, which is one of my goals in 2024 to start moving away from the Amazons and the YouTubes and the things like that, as we build our own free economy and our own free uh, health world where it's cheap, we can live a better life for, for less. We don't need to have savings of a million dollars in case we get cancer because that's what they do. They just want to keep you just over dead. And so that they collect all the money from you that you have, and then you, you die penniless um, because do you know insurance companies won't even cover nutritional therapy 
And in the United States, we're one of the only two countries that allows ph ph pharmas to advertise on television. Most other countries don't even allow it to happen. So it's all about profit. And we could go, we could have a whole show about how they they take doctors from, as soon as they get accepted to medical school, they start helping them with their books and their food and where they live and you know buying them clothes and bringing them to parties. And then as soon as they graduate, they have send uh, pharma reps over with their American Express Platinum and they're taking them out to nightclubs and taking them to the best bars and you know debauchery and all that. As long as the doctors are willing to go along with it, they'll buy them up. And now what drugs do they they uh, prescribe? The, the pharmaceutical drugs from the people that just paid for them to go through their entire career and educated them. So it's a, it's a rigged system that we're breaking out of. And the beautiful thing about COVID, if I can say it, First of all, we joked about how it got us all to learn how to do this Zoom stuff or these, uh, you know, these live shows on our yeah. streaming, streaming. But also, we don't trust the medical establishment uh, as much as we used to. Some people still do, sure, and they're learning. And if I got in a car accident, the first place I'd go is the emergency room to get my arm set or whatever I broke. I would right. emergency medicine is is we have some of the best emergency medicine in the world, we but do. I certainly wouldn't take any drugs. That, that, right. that I weren't necessary, even probably I'd stay away from painkillers. I, I, I avoid pharmaceuticals at all costs because I know they each have their own side effects and then they're cumulative. And there's really no studies that I trust about any of them. Studies, I, I believe in anecdotal uh, uh, stories so much more. And that's the other side goes, well, because you don't have studies that back it up. Well, every study that we do gets censored and lied Who's about. Who's funding and, those studies? Right. Yeah. Who's going to fund those studies? <laughs> Well, $35 for a bag of seeds. I can't fund much of a million dollar study. It, I'm not, I'm, I'm half joking. We Dang. are through Operation World Without Cancer. We have amazing Americans who have said, I will fund. I have a million dollars to fund these studies, John. I'll do it as long as we don't get shut down in the middle of it. So right. we're making plans with brave doctors like Dr. Eric Deputy, who says, John, think limitlessly. We'll do studies at the right places of these, of the effects of how this works. And they won't be able to, they won't be able to refute it. They won't be able to stop it because he won his half a trillion dollar lawsuit. They were suing him because he promoted vitamin D as a treatment for COVID. And he won, he won and he wow. won so convincingly. He got laws changed and rules changed for with the FDC. And he's got a whole story. You, you might want to look at his story. He was just on live wire and he sent me the, the video it was an amazing story and I consider him a friend and we are going to be uh, putting out B17 in some of his products in his uh, distribution chain. And I'm really excited about that because we're getting it out there and people are going to be helping themselves without even knowing it. Cause it's going to be a, a proprietary blend of B complex that mm -hmm. people are going to be taking. And there's not going to, we're not going to be uh, promoting as a treatment for the C word. We're just going to mm -hmm. be promoting as a treat as a healthy supplement to take. So, Most people are deficient yeah. in B vitamins anyway. So exactly. Yeah. I have so many people say, well, I take a B complex. So I'm probably getting B17. I guarantee you're not, you're right. not getting B15. You're not getting B12. Most of the time you're not getting B17. And those Most are, aren't getting B1 either. Yeah, exactly. That's a very, yeah. very important one also. Absolutely. Yeah. When you said about how, uh, you know, one of the things about uh, the CUFID the is that people trust the, the doctors less. And this was personally for me, I, I've shared this story before, but that, you know, essentially just because as somebody who was born with the conditions that I was born with, I spent most of my early childhood in and out of hospitals and really dependent upon, you know, the traditional allopathic system. And so it was a huge uh, paradigm shift for me because I, I'm super grateful. You know, we have some wonderful uh, medical care. You know, Western medicine has done some tremendous things, but to advance the health and lifespan of humanity and of course, emergency medicine, you know, especially in this country is fantastic. But uh, there, there are also some, some downsides and some real consequences. And that was, it was very, very difficult for me to take a look at that because I had been really so dependent for so much of my life. And mm -hmm. yeah, so my cognitive dissonance was pretty high, you know? So yeah, that's the, and, and, and I, you know, I, I can say there are some things I've learned about that I've had cognitive dissonance about even in my life. Uh, so even in the last 
five, 10 years, I've learned about some things. And again, that's a whole nother show for a different time. But uh, one of the things I've always known is that the medical establishment was not about uh, curing. They've never been about curing. They've only just about keeping people. It's actually illegal to say that it's about curing. Right. That's that's one of the things I learned. Yeah. It's keeping you dependent on their drugs, dependent on the next thing. You know, most people that are 50 plus years old, they, you know, living to be 60 is supposed to be, oh, that's a good life. No, I'm 59. Living to 60, I feel like I'm a teenager. I mean, I look like it, but I feel like it. And I'll tell you, you look pretty I'm young. Not, <laughs> well, thank you. But I'm not looking forward to, you know, retiring and, and, and you know, go, getting slower in my 70s. I look at my 70s, 80s, and 90s like, gee, Howard Griffin, he's 92 and he gets he's around as good as anybody else. Sharp as a tack. Brilliant. And so is his wife. I mean, they're amazing. Pat, yeah, I love Pat. I, I I have her personal cell phone and she She doesn't look cooked, a day over 70. Like she's no, she good breakfast food for me. She's they just they turned me down for a speaking engagement I wanted them to do to go to the longevity conference in in Las Vegas. And I said, Amen, go for it. Cause I want them to be over a hundred. I want to go to their hundredth birthday to both of them. And so I they tried to take Ed out, and that's a whole nother story. I hope Ed got to tell it to you when he was on. And he they did. tried to take me out at the same time. And Charlene Bollinger and several other people that were at the Truth About Cancer conference, and they they were they were successful with about four or five people. I'm not going to name. He was very sick, yeah, but, they, but Ed, they rallied. They're yeah, they're Ed troopers. Very, Ed was Ed was literally mo- days away from passing, and also he they tried to get him again with uh, um, Remdesivir in the emergency room, and a hero doctor there, who was the head of emergency that never took the vax uh, stopped Ed from being poisoned with remdesivir three separate times. I've met him. We've wow. talked. He, he got fired for not taking the vax and he didn't stop working. He kept going into work and all the 17 doctors that were under him that took the vax all started getting sick and calling in sick and getting stuff. He was the only one that stayed healthy. He's still healthy. Mm-hmm. He's still working at that same hospital. He's still the head of emergency, even though he was fired during the COVID That's thing. Unbelievable. And, and, the truth is I've asked him, well, can you come out and tell that story? And he says, John, I'm not ready to, you know, I, I would lose my, you know, I'd probably lose. But then well, last time I saw him, he said, John, I'm getting ready to be able to do it. And, and, I, and I haven't followed up with him, but we text every once in a while. He tells me what's going on. He's actually, I don't want to call him out. But he's dating one of Ed Griffin's old uh, previous assistants, which is wow. amazing story. Yeah, amazing story. And he saved Ed's life. And, and Ed will tell you that. He stopped him from getting remdesivir when they would have taken Ed out in the emergency room. So yeah, I just as many good stories as bads. That's a miracle story that will live on. And so I, like I said, I hope Ed lives into 120 or 130, like the Hunzas. Me he's too. Still, Pat still buys uh, B17, B15 and pangamic acid for me. Every time I see, I obviously give them the family discount, right. but he still buys it for me. And, uh, when I, you know, she's, if I take a call, hi, sweetie, how are you? You know, we always joke about her, you know, she, like I, she was my second mom as a kid. Wow. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. The rem disappear. I know, uh, I hope my mom doesn't mind uh, sharing this, but, uh, you know, she was pretty sick and her doctor was recommending that she go into the hospital and I would call four times a day. And, uh, my sister was down there and, uh, we had a family friend and, you know, to make sure that she was, you know, taking, we had an oxygen machine for her and that she was, you know, eating and that she was okay, but I wouldn't let them have her go to the doctor, the hospital, uh, because her doctor wanted her to take remdesivir and I'm sending her all this stuff. I'm like, this is like Gates Soros patented, you know, stuff like, no. And it literally uh, causes liver failure in 50% of the people. It literally caused it in the studies. I know that means it must've been 85% of the people. And Death cult hospitals are death cults, and I'm death I'm sorry cult. for anybody that works in hospital because I know a lot of good people that do. Of course, and, uh, and most of them are, are there because they want to do good. It's not to right. fault yeah, them. Well, they are, they are, but unfortunately, the rules and regulations that they follow by you lose your career if you try to do anything that's natural. I know. Yeah. So I so I called her four times a day, and I would uh, have like you know basically like fight with her and uh you know at the time she was not happy with me but afterwards you know a few months later she did say i think you saved my life because they would have given her remdesivir and she rallied and she's you know she's doing great but yeah that was 
been well proven that the that the uh, things that go out, uh, the aspirators, yes, uh, whatever those things Ventilator. are called, and remdesivir and the uh, drugs they gave them to slow down their their uh, breathing rates and all of these drugs all designed to kill people. And so, yep. whatever COVID is, and Doctor, a uh, good friend of mine, uh, oh gosh, I, I just saw him twice. Uh, Brian, uh, Doctor, uh, he's a chiropractor, but he's Brian artist. Brian artist. Yeah. He's going to shoot me. He calls me Mr. B17. So I should be able to call him Mr. Snake Venom, but uh, <laughs> he's a friend. We've had him on he, several he times. Believes, yeah. He's yeah, great. He a B17. Ask him anytime you want what he thinks of B17. He did so much research. He helped motivate me to get more deep into it. Oh, wow. Anyway, my, my point is whatever it is, and I'm is equally likely to bring, believe a Brian artist because I know he's a good researcher as I am to believe Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, but whatever it is, a combination of the two or whatever, we know that this was created and was designed to take us out. And the answer to it, the vaccine is probably even more deadly than the actual real vaccine is oh, yeah. probably even more deadly than whatever they created to take us out. So For sure. if, if you're not woken up by this point about it, then you may never be woken up. And, and, and I think maybe it even changes people's mentality, these, these shots and these vaccines even for the ones that don't die, it might even change their brain or their, you know, it may even change their soul. I don't know. But some of these people that have been vaccinated, they kind of look like zombies. And I know. You know, they just kind of, you sometimes if you ever step back and look at people and I hate to pick a, you know, Walmart or, you know, par, you know, this, you know, these places, they look just unhealthy. They're walking with walkers at my age and they're, they're strutting around, you know, they're like canes and they, they've just got another surgery and they've got another med, med they're taking and they're, walking slowly and they're coughing and they're angry and they're upset. Whereas people that haven't been, you know, they're healthy and have been vaccinated are alive and happy and, 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 and thriving, you know? So. Yeah. I, I see it too. I see yeah. it too. It's, it's sad, but I do What's think that the body has an incredible ability and desire to heal. So I, you know, I think that there's definitely hope for them as well. So it's just that they need to want to and to take to do what they can to empower their bodies in order to heal. So, yeah. Wasn't that it? Wasn't that event at Amfest? I'm getting off subject, but that Amfest wasn't that amazing? Wasn't that inspiring? And like Clay it Clark was amazing too. But I've been to many of them. That's the first mm -hmm. Amfest I've ever been to. It felt like, you know, we were we were you know we are the majority, but it felt like we we're really the majority. It felt like you know everybody there was like minded, and they were saying things on stage that three years ago probably would have got you put in jail. Yeah. Uh, and these pastors were getting up and saying things. And I was like, <laughs> I was blown away. Everybody I talked to met, saw, it was just, it, it felt like it was very energizing. I'm going to, I'm going to use that, uh, that jet fuel to keep me going. There it is. America Fest. There it is. Yeah. I, yeah. I heard that there was estimates of something like 14,000 people. Yeah. It was more than that. It was more than that so? in, my, in my mind. Cause I've seen groups of 14,000, but whatever it was, it was spectacular. Uh, the same, some of the same speakers that are Clay Clark, which I love Clay and I love the event, mm -hmm. but this was put on like a Republican national convention. It was that was. quality, even though I think the Republican national committee is, is garbage and should be sure. disbanded. Uh, it was amazing. And the messages and the speeches and the Patriot, just amazing. I could, I could go to that again next weekend. I, I really could. And I think <laughs> it's, I think it's only going to grow from there. Tucker's yeah. uh, speech the round table with Tim pool. So some of these names that are coming up, the round table is unbelievable and inspiring and made me excited because I've been in this battle my whole life. Yeah, and I've never been in such a time when there's literally people working miracles out there in the world, including you and your, and your future husband working miracles that I didn't even know. I didn't even know you till I met you like uh, four, three or four months ago. And now I can see you guys friends. So there's all these people working hard to make us free and battle that I right. You know, these people that are out there doing stuff along right alongside with me and we haven't even met. So it's, 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 it's amazing. It you know, is. I, I got to, I got to meet Matt Gates in person and talk you. to him for 30 minutes at, at Clay Clark. Uh, we talked because we had a, a mutual friend in Congress, Congressman, uh, Oh gosh, now I, I forget. But anyway, the, the Arizona congressman uh, that he right. knew that's in oil and gas and was in Congress for 30 years, he's a Republican. He got, when Trump got in, they started picking off these conservatives, congressmen, any way they could. And um, he had to quit congressmen, Congress over a, 
you know, a scandal, which was now in hindsight, ridiculous, but uh, Matt Gates knew him and his, his brother uh, goes to church with me. And so it, it, it's fun tying all these things together, just like you and your husband know everybody. It was, it was <laughs> when you told me that, that, uh, you know, your relationship with James O'Keefe, I, I was blown away because I've always wanted to meet him and I will someday, but but it's, it's just, it's well, amazing. you'll come to, he, he's agreed to do the cause fest. So we'll, we'll get the cause fest going and you'll be there. Please and sure, yeah, Definitely. Please make sure I know about when that is because I didn't even know as ridiculous as that sound. I didn't know the Amfest was happening till yeah. a week before it was happening. And it was, it's 10 miles from my house. So oh, I wanna, yeah. So close to you, please have who, your husband or somebody send an email to Jan, making sure we go to this and that we, you know, if you, if you need a speaker, if you need yeah. a, a booth or anything like that, you know, all, yeah, all these, uh, you know, it's fantastic. Harris Smith. I love it. Yeah. These are all great. There. Yeah. He's awesome. But when is the next was... cause? When is the next cause fest? So we're looking around like probably March, April. We're still in fundraising mode. This was an extraordinary undertaking in every resource possible um it, you know it was really expensive to do and it was a uh, definitely the task not for two people but um but we did put it together and i think it was really a success it was incredible to see all of it come together and all these incredible people between the speakers and the musicians and comedians and we had filmmakers do screenings and i'm an aerial acrobatic performer so i did two aerial routines and awesome. uh we had about see, 20 I, didn't know, I didn't even know about it. I didn't even know about it. It would be something I would have definitely come to, but let's put it well, this next way. Next time. Yeah. So we are, and on the site, uh, there is for just for people who are watching, if anybody knows of anybody who would be interested in uh, supporting and donating every little bit helped because it really is expensive to do, especially because, so the mission cause stands for creative artists uniting for the sovereignty of everyone. And, you know, I've done a lot of research into how they use the arts to, you know, create culture for social engineering of the masses. And when you look at CIA art, that's what I call it. Uh, it's not just the CIA, but I call it, but there is CIA art. That is a real thing. You Absolutely. just go to their main website. I've known that you know, my whole life. You, you know, right. So people will argue with me and I'm like, just look at their website. There's a film liaison. It's on there, like right on the open. This is not hidden from anyone. It's been, it's common knowledge. If you look, it's common knowledge. Exactly. So, but, because, but the one thing they do is they do it so well. So I just wanted from the freedom side, from the independent, that's really what it is. I wanted to give independent creative artists a platform, but it has to be done well. All this to say that we, you know, we really uh, pulled out all of the stops we had. We wanted to have top quality, like, you know, sound and uh, audio visual equipment. Uh, we did it June 3rd and 4th in Franklin, Tennessee. And okay. so, yeah. Well, Ed, so the Griff next Ed, Griff Ed Griffin's having his next Red Pill Expo on Father's Day in June. And okay. I believe in Iowa, in Des Moines, okay. Iowa. So just put that on your calendar. Uh, June, oh, June, what did you say? June, June uh, it's Father's Day, whenever Father's Day is. Okay. So, so I always go to Red Pill Expo. Unfortunately, and, and if Ed was listening, I would say this. Unfortunately, it's never as well attended as it should be. They have the most major speakers because Ed is a great, uh, he'll bring people in. But his promotional department has lagged behind because he's 92 and he's not using the, and, and, and Go ahead, Ed. You can slap me for saying this. He's not using all the social media tools that are available to him. So, um, mm. so it, it should be a crowd as big as Amfest or, it's, you know. It should be. They are. Be. And I mean, you know, not to knock Amfest, that, that's great that they had something that was, you know, more mainstream. But the Red Pill Expo is like, yeah. I mean, for truthers, that's yeah. really just, you know, the OG. Yeah, the OG. It's, I think it's his, the OG exactly, yeah. and it's it's really the deep dive type of material. It's it's phenomenal. What, your research team behind you, you must have like fifteen guys and girls back there because they're on it, man. I'll tell you, we mentioned a subject and up pops the this. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm I'm joking. I know it's your husband mostly. Uh, but, oh, but the, the popping up, yeah, yes. <laughs> he's oh, great. It's, it's amazing. It, it feels like I'm on like you know NBC or something, but. Uh, I hate, I shouldn't say nope, that. I feel we're like gonna let you go, but we I've already outlined. We have so many more shows to do, so we'll bring you back. And uh, in the meantime, just uh, for the audience to know, definitely to go to the website. Uh, yes, this is the Red Pill Expo, but definitely go to the RNC website. Check out all of the the great products there. Use code C O U R T Z. 
to get your discount. You'll get a 10% discount there. And uh, if you have anything else you want to add, and before we go, just. Nope, 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 we can save it. There's so much, so we can save it for next time. There's so we'll much exciting it. things going on. I can't wait to tell the world about all the great things that are going on. So we're making a difference and you're making a difference. And God bless you and your husband. You guys are friends. You know, yeah. when we come to Tennessee, we're, we're going to stay at your house. And when you come to Arizona, you're going to stay at our house. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. Looking forward to invitation. it. All right. God bless. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you all for watching and listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.